I gotta say, you can't make this stuff up. You just can't make this stuff up. Let's get into it. Hard Talk Radio, live in 4K. Welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. How powerful exactly are the big pharmaceutical companies in this country? Well, that's a big question. There are a lot of ways to measure it, but here are a few ways you can measure it. In this country, Big Pharma can advertise its drugs directly to consumers. And that's a little strange if you think about it, since consumers don't prescribe drugs, doctors do. So why are the drugs being advertised directly to consumers? That's allowed in only one other country on the planet, but it's allowed here. So it may not surprise you that in this country, drug companies spend more on lobbying the Congress than any other industry, a lot more than any other industry. And they don't do it by accident. They do it because it pays off in a deal like this, a pretty remarkable deal the drug companies have worked out with politicians. So the government uses your tax dollars to buy billions worth of their products. And then in some cases forces you to use those products. Sometimes those products work. Sometimes they don't work. In some cases, those products can injure you. But no matter what happens, there's nothing you can do about it because politicians have given these companies complete immunity. If their products hurt or kill you, you can't sue them. You're not even really allowed to complain about it. That's an incredible deal. Imagine if your company had struck a deal like that with the Congress. You'd probably be a lot richer than you are. So that's power. But it pales in comparison to what we're seeing right now. If you really want to understand how powerful Big Pharma is, consider the news that did not break today. The pro-transparency news organization, Project Veritas, just released an undercover video of a Pfizer executive bragging on camera about how his company conducts a kind of Frankenstein science, manipulating COVID viruses for profit, imperiling potentially the entire world, doing it in secret, possibly in violation of federal law, bragging about this. So no matter what your politics are, doesn't matter who you voted for, that's a huge story. And you would think every reporter in this country would be itching to follow up on it, calling Pfizer, telling the public about it. But no, that's not happening. In the 24 hours since Project Veritas posted this footage, it has been viewed more than 12 million times on Twitter. So the public is very interested. Why wouldn't they be? But the media are not. No other media outlet has covered the story at all. We checked. MSNBC and CNN, which perhaps not coincidentally take huge amounts of advertising dollars from Pfizer, those two channels have devoted a total of zero seconds to the story. We'll just go online and find out about it. Well, Google, the biggest search engine in the world, which has a monopoly on search in this country, appears to have gone out of its way to make it much more difficult for users to learn anything about the Pfizer executive pictured in the footage. And so there is, in other words, on television and in most places online, a near total media blackout of this story. How powerful is Big Pharma? That powerful. But we have the footage and we're going to show some of it to you tonight because we think we should. Now, that footage shows a Pfizer executive called Jordan Tristan Walker. He is, according to the documents Project Veritas posted, Pfizer's, quote, Director of Research and Development for Strategic Operations and mRNA Scientific Planning. That's a big job. Walker is very highly educated, and as we said, he's a high-ranking executive advisor. In fact, he's just two reports removed from the CEO of Pfizer, Albert Borla. His name is Jordan Walker, once again. 
Here he is. You know how the virus keeps mutating? Yeah. Well, one of the things we're exploring is like, why don't we just mutate ourselves so we can preemptively develop new vaccines, right? So we have to do that. If we're going to do that, though, there's a risk of like, as you could imagine, no one wants to be having a pharma company mutating fucking viruses. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. we're like, do we want to do this? <laughs> so this guy is crazy. He's laughing about it. He is laughing about mutating something that can kill you. He's laughing about it like a maniac. That's like one of the things we're considering. Okay. Like the future, like maybe we can like create new versions of the vaccines and things like that. Okay. See, so Pfizer ultimately is thinking about mutating COVID. Well, that is not what we say to the public. No. <laughs> Pfizer's thinking about mutating COVID. We're not going to say it to the public. We're quoting. One of the things we're exploring is why don't we just mutate it ourselves? So we can preemptively develop new vaccines. Now, what does that sound like? Does that sound familiar? What well, sounds a lot like the gain of function research you read about, the research that was occurring at the Wuhan lab just before COVID broke out of the lab and overturned the world and wrecked the US economy. That was the research that Tony Fauci lied about under oath. As The Intercept has reported, quote, scientists working under a 2014 NIH grant to the EcoHealth Alliance to study bat coronaviruses combine the genetic material from a parent coronavirus known as WIV-1 with other viruses. Seven virologists told The Intercept that the research, quote, appears to meet NIH's criteria for gain-of-function research. In other words, it's exactly what it sounds like it is. So that also sounds like what Jordan Walker just described. So is Pfizer working on that right now? Well, in the clip you just saw, the Pfizer executive is careful to say it's not happening right now, but it is something that Pfizer is secretly considering without telling the public. But in another undercover video, also shot by Project Veritas, Walker suggests that research to mutate viruses is ongoing. They just don't dare call it gain of function. Watch. When is Pfizer going to implement the mutation of all these viruses? I don't know. It depends on how the experiments work out. Because this is just like something of time, right? It sounds like gain of function to me. I don't know. It's a little bit different. I think it's different. It's like this. It's definitely not gain of function. It sounds like it is. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. So directed evolution is very different. <laughs> Direct evolution? Directed evolution. Directed evolution. Okay. <laughs> well, so, I mean... Is that what it is? Maybe. I, I, I well, you're not supposed to do gain function research with the viruses. Like, yeah. They recommend not. But you do like these like selected threshold mutations to try to see if you can make more potent. Yeah. So there, there is research I'm learning about that. I don't know how that's going to work. There might not be any more outbreaks. Just like Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's not gain of function. Oh, no. It's directed evolution. So if you're wondering how Tony Fauci was allowed to lie under oath and get away with it. The FBI did not raid his house. He was never handcuffed. Maybe it's because he used a different term for the same thing. At Pfizer, apparently, they're just calling it directed evolution. Problem solved. And again, we want to remind you what we just heard, and we're quoting the Pfizer executive. You're not supposed to do gain-of-function research with the viruses. We'd rather not, but we do these selected structure mutations to make them more potent. There is research ongoing about that. Oh, wow. To make the virus more potent? You don't think COVID is potent enough? Killed millions of people. Well, Walker went on to say that Pfizer is trying to keep this research hidden from the rest of us. Watch. 
Um, tell me more, like, what's developing with the whole, you know, virus mutation process? Well, they're still kind of conducting the experiments on it, but uh, it seems like from what I've heard they're kind of optimizing it, but they're going slow because everyone's very cautious. Like, you know, right. they don't want to kind of accelerate it too much. Yeah. Um, but I think they're also just trying to do it as an exploratory thing because you obviously don't want to advertise that you're trying to figure out future mutation. Yeah, you do. They're still kind of conducting experiments on it. You just don't want to advertise that you're figuring out future mutations. Figuring out future mutations. Sounds like they're causing future mutations. Now, it's obvious why this man seems a little uncomfortable at what the company he works for is doing because the plan he describes, and we can't verify it's happening, we can only show you what its executive said, that plan could very easily cause a new pandemic and kill millions of people. And by the way, that's why gain-of-function research was banned until 2017 when Tony Fauci helped restart it. And the result was, of course, COVID. So if that happened again and anyone could trace it to Pfizer, that would destroy the company, if not the world. So Walker, in this tape, made it very clear that Pfizer is worried about a repeat of the COVID lab leak. Wait a second. We're all agreeing there was a COVID lab leak? Yeah, Pfizer's never said that in public, that the COVID strain started in the Wuhan Institute of Virology in China where this kind of research was occurring, but apparently everyone just knows that's true. Watch. You have to be like very controlled to make sure that this virus that you mutate doesn't create something like, you know, it goes everywhere. Something crazy. But it's the way that the virus started in Wuhan. To be honest, like it's, it makes no sense that this virus popped out of nowhere. Like, yeah, I know. So we just went through this three years ago this month. And there was a global pandemic as a result that, again, killed millions of people and destroyed entire countries. It really hurt ours. So why would you even think about doing something like that on purpose once again? Why would you conduct this kind of research when everybody knows the consequences? Well, again, we can't say for sure. We can only tell you what Jordan Walker said. And, of course, the point is to make money. Isn't that the, like, the best business model, though? Like, just control nature before nature even happens itself, right? Yeah, yeah. If it works. <laughs> what do you mean if it works? Because, like, some of the times, like, we're just mutations that pop up, right? And we're not prepared for it. Like, with Delta or Omicron right. and things like that. So, who knows? I mean, either way, it's going to be a cash cow. COVID will probably be a cash cow for us for a while going forward. Like, yeah. I obviously like <laughs> Well, I think the whole, you know, I think the whole like research of the viruses and mutating it like would be the ultimate like cash cow. Yeah, it'd be perfect. Now, a couple things to notice about that exchange. One, Walker's thought this through. This is not just off the top of his head. He's not stupid. And he's clearly thought through the potential consequences of this research. But he also is honest enough to admit that it could be a cash cow. And then he says, and he laughs as he says it, COVID's been a cash cow for us. So imagine two pharma executives meeting in a bar and want to say, how can we get kids to smoke more cigarettes? Because, you know, cancer is a cash cow for us. The fact that this dude is black and he's doing this. Scary. It's scary. Like he doesn't give. He doesn't care about anybody but himself. He just talking, lalagagging, la la la. You know, go, yeah, we 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 we. You know, 
like to create another pandemic and you know make the code make it more uh potent you know because there's money in treatment not in cures these people are sick okay and he this isn't just him This whole company is like that, and many others. People would recoil in horror. And by the way, regulators would be on this. Where are the regulators? You can't just come up with a drug, claim it works, get the government to enforce people's requirement to take it. You have to go through regulators. Where are they? Why aren't they regulating a company like Pfizer? Could it be that regulatory capture is real? We don't have to guess anymore because Jordan Walker explains it for us. Watch this. I have a revolving door for all government officials. Wow. Yeah, for any industry though. So like all the pharma industry, all the government uh, officials who like, you know, review our drugs, once they come work for pharma companies. Like the military, like all the like army and defense, like government officials eventually go work for the defense company afterwards. How do you feel about that revolving door? Like, It's pretty good for the industry, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's bad for everyone else in America. Why is it bad for everybody else? Because if the regulators who have to approve our drugs know that once they stop being you work for Pfizer. My question for you is why does Pfizer want to hide from the public the fact that they're mutating the COVID viruses? Is this real life? I'm literally a liar. What, I was trying to impress a person on a date. What's your lying? Uh, this please, is please, absurd. Please don't touch me. Well, this is not why the way. Why don't, are you doing Don't this? tell anybody. So that was the end of it. James O'Keefe of Project Veritas shows up and informs Walker he's been recorded and he's clearly upset. And of course, you can understand why he's shocked. He didn't know anyone was filming. Someone was. But what's so interesting is he his first excuse is I was lying. When in fact, he has explained in a very sophisticated and very believable way how Washington works. We just promise to hire the regulators and then they don't really regulate us. What you see happening in the defense industry with generals from the Pentagon happens in pharma too. The regulators hope to get rich working here. And that's true. And no executive at a pharma company has ever been filmed saying that on camera before. That's not a lie. That's the truest thing ever spoken in Washington, D.C. And then the situation begins to degrade. So Walker who is supposed to be a highly credentialed man of science, a clear thinking scientist, completely loses control of himself. He becomes hysterical and violent. At one point, he calls the police to complain there are too many white people in his presence and he feels unsafe. And then, of course, he becomes violent again. Stop hitting me, he says, as he punches you in the face. Of course, it's a remarkable scene. Here's part of it. You want to put me in jail for asking you a question? Yes, sir. What is the intention of calling the police? They have like no one's injured right now. We have several witnesses in the Can I talk to you please about this video? Okay, so there's one, two, three, four, five white Why would you bring race into this? What is the fact of saying, hello, officer? Oh, what can I do for you? Yeah, there's too many white people in this restaurant. Can you come over here? Like that's going to make the, the officers, the NYPD, come over there and take you seriously.
That makes no sense at all. This is this is remarkable here. Thank you. Thank you. We're trying to get unlock the door. Unlock the door. Unlock the door. Unlock the door. Wow. Well, that didn't go well. That man doesn't seem like much of a scientist. On one hand, you can kind of feel for him. On the other hand, what was that? But more than anything, you've got questions. What was that? This guy's a pretty high-level Pfizer executive confirming a lot of things you already suspected and telling you things you had no idea were going on. So, of course, you'd want to know, what? Was that real? And what does Pfizer have to say about it? Well, no one else is calling Pfizer, so we did. We call them repeatedly today. And we ask very basic questions. Does this guy, does Walker still work for you? And if not, when did he leave the company? And more than anything, are you actually conducting experiments or considering conducting experiments to mutate new and more dangerous coronaviruses because it would be a cash cow? And if you are doing that or thinking... Well, Bill Gates did say, you know, the first pandemic didn't really go as planned, but the next one... He said with a smile, was gonna, they'll learn. Basically, that's what he said. I'm, I'm paraphrasing what he said. The next one, they'll get it. Okay. And, you know, the World Economic Forum is, you know, said that, you know, they're working on a new vaccine anyway about doing it have you received any u.s government funding are taxpayers paying for this and by the way do you agree with this executive that covid came from a lab we didn't have complex questions very simple ones we called and emailed pfizer all day but despite their famously well-funded pr department all the lobbying money they spend they did not get back to us they refused to answer so we contacted instead Dr. Robert Malone, who's one of the inventors of the mRNA technology used in Pfizer's COVID shots. He's a world-famous expert on this subject. You can read him on Substack, and we're happy to have him join us right now. Doctor, thank you so much for coming on. So this is a very complex subject, and we're grateful that you're here. From what you saw in that tape, does it sound like Pfizer is conducting or contemplating conducting research that is effectively like gain-of-function? Hi, Tucker. It's great to be here, and thanks. Thank you. Uh, it it appears it appears that they are recapitulating exactly what was done at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, right down to serial passage in their case in monkeys instead of uh, humanized mice. Um, but the the buried lead in this, Tucker, if you don't mind me saying so, oh please, is the implicit the implicit acknowledgement that they cannot construct vaccines fast enough. The virus is outrunning them, and they're having to resort to extraordinary measures. This is an acknowledgment of defeat of their vaccine technology and their platform and campaign. They're saying that we have to go so far out on the edge that we're really crossing a line. We're breaking the law, but we have no other choice because our technology is not meeting the need. We're not able to produce vaccines fast enough to get ahead of these virus mutations. Well, that went right over my head. So thank you for calling that to our attention. Amazing. 
But in, so you're describing a motive that makes some sense. It's not just about money. They, they want to create an effective vaccine. But it sounds like, as you put it, they're going to exactly the place that got us COVID in the first place. How is that allowed? Precisely. Um, so the biowarfare treaty is uh, like a cheesecloth that's so leaky. Uh, this, th this is not a hard uh, prohibition. And Pfizer is a global company that's quite clear with massive resources, the ability to conduct research in virtually any region. And by the way, a very close relationship with the government of Israel, which is not a signatory to the biowarfare treaty. So they have all kinds of ways they can do this if this is the ethical choice, you know, or I shouldn't say the unethical choice, probably, that they appear to have made. Uh, they, they, they have the ability with their money and power, as you've seen, to uh, define the rules and uh, construct their own reality. I, I mean, the question of regulation, this is a much longer conversation, but I, I, someone who lived in Washington for a long time, was very struck by his description of regulatory capture at Pharma and, and Pfizer specifically. Does that sound right to you? Absolutely. And in fact, this is the second time that Veritas has caught somebody saying this. They caught an uh, um, uh, employee at BARDA basically saying the same thing, as I recall previously. This is, this is widely known. It was, it was covered in the big short in terms of the SEC. This, this is standard, as you point out correctly, this is standard practice in D.C. I mean, you'd think Congress would, would pass a law or the White House or the agency's regulation if you were... <laughs> If you're regulating an industry, you can't take a board seat in that industry right after leaving. Why is that hard? Uh, yet we have Scott Gottlieb as the poster child. Uh, he took a two-month vacation after he left the FDA and then joined the board of directors of, what was that company? Pfizer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's completely corrupt. At first, I didn't think this story was real. I really didn't. I thought it was staged. I thought the guy, I, I couldn't really believe, you know, this dude was actually an executive. I, I couldn't believe it. I really couldn't. The way he acted, the way he talked, it seemed like, you know, the guy was high off drugs. That's that's how I saw it. Now, I'm seeing that wow. He he was that dumb enough Submit everything that his company was doing. I never thought people could be that stupid. Apparently, they are. Pfizer's death on Hidden County, we're exploring mutating the, uh, you know what, 
Gradually develop new vaccines will be a cash cow for us, reveals latest Project Veritas undercover sting. Research director with the pharmaceutical giant Pfizer said the corporation is secretly exploring intentional creating mutations of the virus to preemptively develop new vaccines and said it's going to be a cash cow for us. Video. Video released yesterday, John Tristan Walker, Pfizer Director of Research and Development, Strategies and Operations, and mRNA Scientific Planner. One of the things we're exploring is like, why don't we just mutate it ourselves so we could create preemptive develop new vaccines, right? So we don't have to do that. If we're going to do that, though, there's risks of like, as you could imagine, no one wants to have, no one wants to be having a pharma company mutating viruses. Yeah. Don't tell anyone. Promise you won't tell anyone. The way it the experiment would work is that we put the virus in monkeys and we successfully cause them to keep infecting each other and collect serial samples from them, says Walker, who obviously had no idea he was being recorded. What I've heard is they Pfizer scientists are opting to mute uh, mutation process. But they're going slow because everyone is very cautious. Obviously, they don't want to accelerate it too much. I think they also are just trying to do it as an exploratory thing because you obviously don't want to advertise that you're figuring out future mutations. He says, don't tell anyone this. There is a risk. You have to be very controlled to make sure this virus you mutate doesn't create something the way the virus started in Wuhan, to be honest. He says, it makes no sense and dismisses it as, yes, the idea that the virus popped out of nowhere. <clears throat> well, yeah. People, you know, didn't believe that. People started digging. In the video, the mRNA co-inventor and famed vaccine dissident, Dr. Robert Malone, comments regarding Walker, the gentleman seems to be absolutely no moral compass, has no moral compass at all. Malone is now a leading crusader against the vaccines and government policies worldwide. Pfizer faces escalating public scrutiny and skepticism as the establishment narrative and the vaccines are safe and effective, crumbles amidst growing evidence of dangerous side effects from the experimental. You know what? A 2022 JAMA study found that one in every 500 children under the five years who have received the, you know what, has been hospitalized. All right, I'm not gonna read the rest. Okay. And um, there's more about this guy, all right? Is uh, education. Here we go. All right, here we are. So, who is Jordan Tristan Walker? Biography, Pfizer, career, and work. Okay. 
Here's all the information we can gather so far on Tr Jordan Tristan Walker, the staff and director in Pfizer, and his recent video where he revealed the, to Project Veritas that Pfizer was trying to create new and strong mutations of the virus for future use. However, very little information is known about Jordan Tristan Walker's age, family, career, other aspects of his life. However, we do know these four from Brian, Brian O'Shea. That's another thing, too. When he was talking all this stuff, he didn't really think about how he was putting his family in danger. Okay? I mean, if he has a father, you know, if he knows his mother, what, who, um, take, who was taking care of him from <clears throat> his young life to now. He didn't think about his family when he started to just have diarrhea of the mouth. He helped create market forecasts for therapeutic related to oncology in 2021. He conducted an impact evaluation of value-based payment models and uh, COVID-related changes in hospital reimbursement policies for a U.S. federal health agency. He took a BCG-sponsored Mandarin Chinese language and business immersion course before the COVID-19 pandemic hit the United States. He is a marketing specialist in the pharma space. Jordan Christian Walker also doesn't currently appear to be active on any social networking platforms. Although Project Veritas claimed Jordan Christian Walker to be Pfizer's Director of Research and Development Strategic Operations, the mRNA Scientific Planner does not have a single photograph online or digital footprint other than published studies during his time at the University of Texas Southwestern and his internship at Tufts Medical Center. And according to a Twitter commenter, Ian Miles Chong, the sole LinkedIn profile that is connected to him has been deleted, according to James O'Keefe. We've obtained internal Pfizer docs verifying Jordan Walker as Pfizer Director of Research and Development Strategic Operations, graduated at Yale in 2013, Dr. Med at U University of Texas, Southwestern Medical School. His supervisor reports to Michael Dolson, who reports to Albert Warla, CEO. Okay. Jordan Walker has also published uh, having attended the University of Texas Southwestern Medical School on at three websites. The first of these is U.S. News, which describes Walker as an MD with a concentration in urology. On DocsMedia, a website for medical professionals, Walker is listed with the same title. However, none of these websites have a photo of him. It's strange. Okay taking a risk doing this type of story so so i'm kind of like bouncing around the articles but um hey man 2023 is going to be one interesting year and uh while everybody is just doing their own thing people are not thinking about the future Things are changing that is really going to have people making some bad decisions or they're going to do things that they never thought they would do. People will say, well, we could rise up against them. It's too late for that. I don't think that's going to happen because people already gave up so much of their freedom already in these past two, almost three years now. So... 
I don't see that. I don't see anything changing from that. I see people going from bad to worse. That's all I got to say about it. So, uh, let me know what you think in the comments. Like, share, comment, and subscribe. Later.